blessed. In a time where there's so much to complain about and grumble over, let's take a moment and think about how much there is to be thankful for. If you're listening to this podcast, you're blessed. If you can comprehend the words that I use to describe the blessings you enjoy, you are blessed. If you have a reasonable portion of health and strength, you are blessed. If you can do some of the things that you enjoy, you are blessed. And the list goes on and on and on. There's no way, y'all, to properly label or expound on the incredible goodness of our God. He is more than words can express. As a matter of fact, the more I think about him, the more overwhelmed I become with gratitude. He has been and is so good. Sometimes I sit and think about where I've come from, the places that God has allowed me to see, feel, hear and experience. My heart fills up with joy. I I, I just want to shout out loud. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness extended toward me. Sometimes if we are not careful, listen, we will be overtaken by the power of the struggle and miss the strength given to us to travel through it. God gives grace to the humble. More often than not, see, to struggle is to be reminded of our sense of dependency on God. It'll humble you. Our trials remind us of our constant need of the Lord's strength to make it through the days that are our lives. On the other side of that experience, we can say, I am blessed. But the reality of our arrival is the evidence that sometimes goes unnoticed. It's found in Psalm 23. We have all heard it as believers. We've even said it in times of crisis as a means of comfort. But the reality of that psalm is that there is never a time when the Lord is not exactly that. He is the Lord seated in power, majesty and might, yet full of compassion, mercy, grace and love, always willing to exert his power on our behalf to change the the situations we face with compassion and mercy, even when we willingly disobey his voice. But the question is, why? Why would God still exert his his power to change our situations, even when we disobey him? Are you are you ready? Are you ready? Here it is. It's because the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. He is our shepherd because he made us. So there is this sense of accountability that God attaches to himself regarding our everyday condition. He looks at us and sees a portion of himself that needs his attention. So in response to what God sees, he titles himself through the witness of David to be our shepherd. The act of being a shepherd requires a disposition of patience. It is looking at a group of of animals or in this case, his creation and uh, human creatures and realizing their potential, even if they really don't know what to do, where to go or why they do what they do when they do it. They are just silly sheep full of potential. So to be a shepherd is to be the one who tends, manages and directs the goings on of the sheep with the intent to unmask or unearth or uncover their potential. 
The Bible calls those of us who follow the great shepherd Jesus as the sheep of his pasture. We live in the world God created, which is the Lord's pasture. In that world are opportunities and pitfalls waiting for the potential of the sheep to be unleashed upon it. It is the job of our great shepherd to guide us to the blessings and help steer us from the pitfalls that would take away our potential. And if we fall, listen, it is the job of our shepherd to make something useful of the pits we fall in so that our possible potential is not lost. If you were listening carefully to my previous statement, you remember I said that one of the jobs of the shepherd is to help steer us from pitfalls. And the reason why I said that it that is because sometimes no matter how much the Lord being our shepherd tries to lead us away from the pitfalls, we still land in the ditch. It's not his fault, though. Even though God is sovereign and could have snatched us from that particular pitfall, we still land in the ditch. Why? Well, number one, sometimes the pitfall has a lesson. And number two, it'll teach us the difference between his voice and other sheep. Because sometimes we get caught up in he said and she said and missed the voice of our shepherd. The Bible says in the A portion of Isaiah 53, 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. When we listen to other sheep, the Lord's voice is less clear. He can't be the shepherd. Listen, not because the Lord is not the shepherd, but because we have stripped him of his power to act in that capacity by not listening to his voice, thusly misplacing and misappropriating our God-given potential. The opening statement of the 23rd Psalm is not only the station of God in our lives, but the reason why he is the shepherd. If we systematically dismantle all the things we go through and need in our lives, if we take away the fluff and noise of each event, they would come down to one thing. And here it is. We don't want to live in want. So David says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes it personal as should you and I. And in truth, that's a bold statement. But but it, but not necessarily considering the one who is being identified as the shepherd. David is essentially saying, because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall have no want of anything. Now, as people, we take issue with that statement because there are times when we are in want. There are times when we need stuff and we just don't have it. There are places we want to go, people we want to see, opportunities we want to take advantage of. And God hasn't come through. However, hear me, God's timing for what we want does not change his station, position or purpose. He is still the great shepherd who has the ability and capacity to use our potential for his glory, our good and give us what we want. This, my brother and sisters, uh, is what uh, it means to be blessed. Not that we have all we want, but that we have a God who can supply it. Don't live with a spirit. Listen, listen now. Don't live with a spirit of entitlement, which regulates God to what he does or does not do. And then pout because you didn't get what you want. Uh, live in the privilege to be called sheep in the Lord's pasture, just to be in the field that God watches over day and night, knowing that he neither slumbers nor sleep is a recipe for good living and peaceful days. See, to know that God will be present through it all with a disposition to tend, manage and guide our lives to the places that inform our existence, give credence to our purpose and value for our lives is more than adequate. It is blessed.
We are blessed because we call the God of creation our shepherd and on his watch we have the possibility of never wanting for anything even if we want for some things. But if you really, really want to put your shouting shoes on, here it is. To make sure we would never be lost, looked over, left out or forgotten, God attached his great name to our lives. We are called the children of God through Jesus Christ, our elder brother and Lord and Savior. So while we are, while he is our shepherd, we are also his children. And as children, we have an inheritance that cannot be measured. Now, y'all, that's what I call living blessed. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food.